Jackie Hansen, thank you very much for joining me, and welcome to Radio Canada International. Thanks very much. Now, on Monday, um, Canada's uh, Foreign Affairs Minister, Christia Freeland, unveiled new guidelines for, um, I guess, Canadian diplomats abroad on how to support human rights uh, defenders uh, worldwide. Um, What's your reaction to this? Well, Canada first released their Voices at Risk guidelines on supporting human rights defenders in 2016. And so yesterday, Minister Freeland released an update to the guidelines, which was very welcome. It includes um, some stronger details about exactly the expectations of Canadian diplomats to support human rights defenders all around the world. And this is so very needed right now because human rights defenders are increasingly under attack all around the world. They are subject to smear campaigns, they're being criminalized, they're subject to to arbitrary detention, to violence. And so knowing that that Canada is stepping up its support for these these brave activists who are very much at risk is incredibly welcome. Now, do we have uh, any numbers on on kind of the scale of these uh, violations and threats facing uh, human rights defenders? Well, according to the organization Frontline Defenders, 321 human rights defenders in 27 countries were targeted and killed for their work in 2018. Now, that, that's only people, activists who were murdered. So, so many more, not even hundreds, but thousands of activists around the world have uh, been harassed, um, have been marginalized because of their work. Some have been forced to flee their countries of origin because of their work. So this is an incredibly dire situation. And what we've seen is as, as populism is rising around the world, the space for civil society to peacefully advocate for basic human rights protections is getting smaller and smaller. And the activists who continue to do this work to expose human rights violations and, and promote protection respect for human rights, they're, they're incredibly and increasingly at risk. I mean, I think a critical point is that not all activists are face the same risks. Mm-hmm. We know that uh, women's rights defenders, LGBTI rights defenders, Indigenous rights defenders, because of their multiple and intersecting identities, are often targeted and, and at risk of human rights violations, both because of who they are and the rights that they're defending. And so we really... We really want to make sure that the government of Canada recognizes this as they, they have in the guidelines and are taking specific actions to, to support those human rights defenders who are very much at the most risk of experiencing harassment and violence. Now, when we speak about, uh, you know, we talk about this human rights uh, defenders, uh, who are they and what are they advocating for? So human rights defenders are anyone who is peacefully advocating for human rights. So this includes journalists, it includes lawyers, it includes labor leaders, it includes grassroots activists, it includes people advocating on a range of human rights issues from women's rights to LGBTI rights 
to court at, at people advocating for corporate accountability, people advocating for rights to land and territory, uh, environmental rights. And so basically it's, it's people who some are volunteers, some, some are doing this as, as part of their, their paid work. And it's people who, who are advocating for justice and equality and, and human rights, things that, that they should be lauded for. And instead, uh, they're, they're, they're threatened. Now, uh, your uh, organization called this uh, a welcome first step. Uh, um, several organizations such as Mining Watch and Above Ground have criticized Canada's uh, um, response to uh, you know measures or, or measures that uh, needed to be taken to ensure more corporate uh, responsibility especially in Canadian um, mining companies extractive companies wor- working overseas what would you like to see the government do on this file what we want to see is implementation of the guidelines. There are some strong and helpful words in the guidelines outlining the expectations of Canadian diplomats around the world to to support human rights defenders. What we really need to see are those words transformed into action. And we need to see the government equally responding to threats against human rights defenders, no matter what rights they're defending, whether they are standing up for women's rights, whether they are advocating for Canadian mining companies to be held accountable for human rights abuses they've, they've committed. We need to make sure that Canada is consistently and fully implementing the guidelines. So we welcome the words of the guidelines. I think the challenge to the government of Canada is actually to implement them. These are, these are lives that are at risk. These are human rights that are at risk when people aren't able to defend the, defend these critical human rights. And so we really need to see Canada transform these nice words into some very strong, very concrete uh, actions that are actually going to make a difference in the lives of human rights defenders on the ground. And that's, that's going to be the test of these guidelines. Do they concretely make a difference in the lives of activists who are very much at risk? Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to explain this to me. Thank you.